you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. Hey, peaches! Welcome to Fix It, where friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone. I'm Adam. And I'm Jay. And you're our listener. Well, hey there, listeners. Howdy ho, listeners. Gather around the, f- the fire where, where Grandpa Jay and Uncle Adam teach you about how we, all the bad movies we've fixed. You ready for a spooky, scary uh, fix it? Yeah. Because it's Halloween week. It's Halloween. <laughs> spooky ghost. Submitted to the, for the approval of the Midnight Society. Yes. It's I, fix it. I ate three <laughs> pumpkins before we started this podcast. Oh my god. That's pretty spooky, right? That is pretty spooky. <laughs> Brian said that we should be spooky for this one, and that's as spooky as I could get. Eating three pumpkins. Uh, oh yeah. I, I yeah, I I loaned a ghost four hundred bucks. You're never Spook. gonna get that back. I know. <laughs> well, I, you never don't lend the supernatural scary, money. So, uh, this economy pretty scary. <laughs> 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 I let the creature from the Black Lagoon borrow my car. Oh no! Oh man, there's gonna be so much water damage. Yeah, you're gonna put that thing in a lake. <laughs> what? I'm sorry, a lagoon. <laughs> uh, in lagoon. Uh, welcome to welcome to fix it. Uh, the the spooky Halloween edition. Um, where if you if it's your oh, first time boy. tuning in, uh, I, I'm Jay. That's Adam. Uh, we are the two co-hosts of the absolute juggernaut, the runaway, the 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 answer to all of your dark machinations. Oh, level powerful of a YouTube reaction channel previewed on YouTube. Uh, we host that where you know we watch stuff and people watch us watch it. And isn't that so spooky? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, if you really like write it down on paper, kind of, yeah. <laughs> A little bit. Everyone's saying the Watcher is really scary and oh. we should watch it. I was like, no, thank you. My mom got two episodes in and she's like, I'm out. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, thanks. Uh, not, not for my mom. Yeah, no thanks. Oh, thank you. But uh, yeah, you may know us from our YouTube channel, Previewed. Uh, and if it's your first time watching and or listening and or all of the things to this podcast, uh, every week we take a show that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe definitely uh, needs some help, and we fix it. Or we at least we try to do our best. And yeah, we, 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 we do our damnedest. Uh, to be honest, though, Jay, this is what, episode like. 13 or 14 or so. I think we fixed everything so far. I think we pretty much nailed it. We pretty much nailed it. I, I, man, the we, fa- we could the- change this podcast to nailed it. <laughs> I, I, that's not taken, right? That's, that's a, that's a name. That's free. That's a free name. That's a free, that's free, right? Uh, let me, let me double check. Uh, yeah, get on that, Brian. Yeah. Make sure, yeah, make sure nail, is it, is nailed it free? Cause yeah, I think we get new, po- new podcasts. Use it. I, great. Also, you want to hear something crazy? I do. This is our. Thirteenth episode. (laughs) I hate you, Brian. Our producer is in studio today. Damn it, Brian. It's more, fun he, it's more fun when he's here, so we switched it to Sunday nights when he's here. When Jay's the most tired, and I am the most rested. <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, this week, uh, we because it's our spookiest episode, 
I'm not saying it in a spooky way anymore. <laughs> no. Uh, we're fixing uh, we're we're fixing 2017's reboot and attempted attempted uh, universe starter, The Mummy. It's really bad. It's really it's it uh, it uh, it swung very hard, and it it really just caught air. It really didn't connect with really much of anybody. They really were hoping for something big with this one. And they didn't quite get there. They really, really didn't. I mean, to be honest, I didn't see the movie when it first came out. And the only thing I remember from when this movie did come out was the trailer that they put up on YouTube that had none of the audio and just like the practice audio or whatever. Oh, yeah. That was just the... (laughs) That was it. That was the only audio in the plane crash scene. And it was one of the biggest mistakes of an upload on YouTube... In YouTube history. Is that still up? Do they have it somewhere? Well, it's the internet, so it definitely is somewhere. Okay. But I'm pretty sure Universal like did their damnedest to scrub that off of YouTube. But yeah. people do put it up. It, it is available online somewhere. You can find it. It is... I don't even know if it's Tom Cruise's audio or if it's an ADR or something, but like it's somebody doing... doing <laughs> over Tom Cruise crashing in the airplane. Yeah. So... It's it's very it's very funny. because it's gotten to the point now where in, in Tom Cruise's rider for doing a movie he has to run mm-hmm. he has to run real good he, he, well he's always been a good runner yes 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 but they always set it up where he does his he does the like I I I just think I think somewhere 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 out there uh like in Tom Cruise's past. Some someone beat him in a foot race, and really, <laughs> and really just verbally dunked on him, often, to the point where he's like, everyone's gonna know I'm fast. They're all gonna be like, they're all gonna think I'm fast. Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Little little plane go fast. <laughs> little man go faster. Well, to be honest, I've known about Tom Cruise running since the first Mission Impossible. Oh yeah. There was something about the first Mission Impossible. When he, I think it was like the middle of act one when he's like figuring out like, you know, everyone else is dead. And he's trying to like figure out what the heck's going on. And he runs away from like the cafe or something like that. And it's just a shot of him like running away from cameras like, damn, he's, Tom Cruise can run. What the heck? Whoa. And then all of a sudden, like every Tom Cruise movie after that, there might have been some before, but like he wasn't really running a Top Gun. But like every movie after that, I was like, man, Tom Cruise is just running he loves to run he loves to run he loves it but also in his rider now i feel like there is like there are plane stunts are also part of it like he's got plane stunts in every movie like in the plane sequence in this where they're like rotating around i was like there were certain moments i was like i don't know how they got that shot this is really cool they could have put that on a giant gimbal that's still really impressive oh absolutely like you got a big gimbal how big's your gimbal you got any gimbals? Uh, I know. Like my Jib J. It's uh, pretty big. <laughs> I got, we got, that's the next thing. Hey, support our Patreon. We're trying to buy a gimbal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll strap in and we'll, we'll, we'll react to things mid gimbal. Uh, oh, like, oh, just our hair just kind of starts. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Previewed in 4D. <laughs> 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 Jay, how would you rate this trailer? (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be like an Inception type of deal. Like we're sleeping in one reality and in the the van that's flipping over, but we're actually doing the preview in the next level down. Yeah. So everything's spinning. Yeah. And then when you go to another level down, you realize that we're uh, Robert and Vanessa from Late to the Party. (laughs) (laughs) 
We've been there the whole time. Oh my god, it's okay. <laughs> what a twist. What a twist. Didn't, didn't see that coming. Didn't see that coming. Um, that guy was so around the whole time. That guy oh was my god. So the whole time. <laughs> oh man, it was just Bruce Willis, like the whole movie. It's crazy. Uh, but Ooh. before we get any further into uh, the, the horribleness that is the one movie of the Dark Universe, hey Jay, how you doing? I'm, you know, I'm good. I had a really nice weekend. Uh, my mother-in-law came to visit, and uh, which was great, and we got to see. Uh, actually, you, sometimes you need an excuse to go see Broadway shows. Okay. Because sometimes it's like, yes, we live in New York, and they're here, and yeah. everyone's like, why aren't you going all the time? It's like, well, they're quite expensive, and you know. Honestly, sometimes it's also just hard to be somewhere at seven. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, that's a hard cutoff kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's not as easy as it. You need an excuse. And my mother-in-law coming in town, perfect excuse to see some Broadway shows. Saw Into the Woods. Okay. Which, if you're a theater person in any way, and you have the means or the ability to get to New York to see it, uh, it's uh, see it before it goes. Yeah, It's, it's going somewhere, right? What do you mean? It, well, it's technically a limited engagement that they just keep oh. they just keep extending it. Oh, okay. Um, but no longer. Uh, I I believe it's gonna end. Is is it open, it's, Brian? Uh, no, it's not open. There, I believe it's ending in January. Oh, it's ending in January. Yeah. Uh, it, before that, before then, I would highly recommend seeing it. It you really see the creme de la creme of Broadway performers, just knocking a a, a pretty like a classic show, just bodying it, just knocking it out of the park. Um, which was, it was very rarely do you see a Broadway show and I'm like, oh, like this is going to be one of those shows that like when people are like, oh, like you've seen a lot of Broadway, like, you know, did 20 years ago, did you see the end of the woods? I'm like, of course I did. I'm so cool. I found an excuse and I went. Yeah. Also the, uh, and we were telling Amanda this earlier, uh-huh. the best kept secret. Sure. Um, it, as per their, their equity agreement with the production, mm-hmm. uh, the first two rows have to remain masked. Oh, that's good. Um, but because of that, uh, in order, because they had, I think they were having a harder time selling those tickets. Really? Yeah. You know, I think people are, people, a lot of people are over it, especially people coming to see shows in New York. Um, but they're like significantly cheaper. Hey, that's and it's, great. And it's the first two rows. Yeah. So like, heck yeah. You look up everyone's nose. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely, it's like the best, like the best kept secret in New York right now. Um, cause I was like, I wore a mask the whole time and I paid full price. So I don't nice, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went and saw, we also saw, uh, Janine Tesori's new show, uh, Kimberly Akimbo, which is in previews right now. Oh, yeah. There's no way you would know what it is. I, I have no, no idea. It's like, it, but, but it was refreshing because it was a show that I knew not really nothing about. Okay. And it was like nice going in to see like a new something completely new. Sure. Which in Broadway right now is kind of hard to do. It's a lot of revivals. It's a lot of stuff that's already been done before. So yeah. it's like, which is fine. I want to see that, but obviously sometimes it's nice to have like a fresh new voice stuff. to something. Yeah. Um, and how was that? It was excellent. It was, it's the, it was the musical equivalent of, of a great indie comedy, like okay. a little miss sunshine kind of vibe. Oh, okay. Is it the, is it the most artistically best movie I've ever seen? No. But did I really enjoy myself watching it? And like, did it like it was it charming? Yes. Well, that's nice. It, it, I think I've gotten into a mindset ever since. It's ever since Hamilton kind of entered the scene that I expect a lot of these shows to kind of like blow my gourd out a little uh-huh. bit. But it was nice to just like I got to a moment where I was like, oh well, like this song, does this really connect to like the through line and blah blah blah? And I finally was just like, yeah, but did you like the song, Jay? I was like, yeah, it was really cute. I'm like, 
then keep then keep moving, good. bud. Yep. Then keep moving. I, like it, it was nice to kind of like just enjoy. I gave myself permission to just enjoy something, That's which nice. I haven't been able to do in a while. Aww. Um no, but I mean, it, but being, uh, I guess that's also when it's a new, when it's a new product, mm-hmm. you don't have to like go into. There's no comparison to anything, so sure, it's yeah. like you kind of just take it as it comes. I don't know, but uh, it was, it was just nice to see some theater. Sure, Oof, I missed it. I missed it a lot. I didn't realize how much I missed it, but, but yeah, well, that's good. But other than that, you know, life's good. We're 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 clacking along. Yeah, we are. Woo woo. We're moving right along. So much so that we totally forgot about uh, Black Adam came out on Friday. Yeah, I don't. But that... I will say this: you know who also I think forgot most people because I looked at the comments today. Do you know what I didn't see in any of the comments? Yeah, no. Hey, one... where's your Black Adam review? Yeah, I was. Well, when we were playing uh, Mario Party with the movie couple last week, or and Wendy was like, "Hey, I saw Black Adam early." In my head, I just like, oh wow, you saw that a couple weeks early. That's, that's I insane. literally thought the exact same. Oh wow, thing. that's I, I wonder why they put it out a couple. You know, they showed it, you know, or showed people a couple weeks ahead of time. That's interesting. Oh cool. Well, yeah, I look forward to when that movie comes out. Just mm-hmm. didn't even connect exactly that it was coming out this Friday. Yep. And I, yeah, I was like, great. We we should go see that. Why would we go see that? Well, well. I guess we'll find time eventually. It's very weird. Like I wanted, to, but like there's no, but but uh, Black Panther comes out. What kind of ever comes out in two weeks? <laughs> that I know for a fact. Yeah. <laughs> so like we need to get our tickets for that. Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it makes sense. Of course, Black Adam would come out as with as much time between it and what kind of forever because like they would get subsumed by them immediately. Yeah. So, but yeah, just that that really just felt like it snuck out. And apparently people are like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So we'll see it eventually. Or maybe we should see it sooner. Maybe it needs to get fixed. I don't know. That is, I mean, that is a very real possibility. That's a good good excuse to go to the theater, Jay. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Ah, shall we fix the mummy? Somebody's got to. This movie. I watched, I did again, another watch along uh, with the peaches on this one. Um, I will say. Having rewatched it, I didn't necessarily hate it as much as I thought I was going to. You saw it when it first came out, right? I watched it like when right when it came to video or streaming or whatever. Oh, okay. Like right when it came to like HBO Max or something to that effect. It's equivalent back in the day, whatever whatever it was. Because this movie currently is not streaming anywhere. It's not streaming anywhere. It's not. It's on no platform. Yeah. I mean, you had we had to rent it on Amazon, but like it's not. It's not on any service right now. It's just which is which is insane for a movie of this caliber to not be streaming. A movie that was out five years ago is not on a streaming service. That's insane. It's. It's unfathomable, quite frankly. Like the thing is, because like the thing is, like you could get people people to watch this on the Tuesday night when they're just like, ah, screw it, I'll watch this mummy movie, whatever. Sure. And there are some cool, there are some cool stunts in this. There are some cool moments. Like if anything, this movie, this movie's like biggest sin is that it's just like only kind of mediocre. Like this movie, like wasn't as bad as I remember it, but it, all of the good, like any of the good stuff, okay, is just in a wash of gr- of gray. Yes, in a way that it's like hard to pick any of it out. 
Like, it's not, this movie doesn't necessarily have, like, in my heart, doesn't have a black mark. It just has a, uh, it's like, it's like television fuzz. Oh, jeez. Okay. So almost like it doesn't even register at all. Yes. Oof. Yeah. That's the worst. I know. Ooh. I know. Because, like, the thing is, is that, like, when we were watching, we did a watch long of Hellboy, and, like, there was part, like, there was at least stuff to dunk on. Sure. This movie, I was just like, ah, you know. This is invoking no emotion from me. Yeah, every time like you see someone like I, I guess I see what they're going for. Okay, I, I, I guess. Okay, sure. So I watched it for the first time on Monday. Okay, and I hated it. Like this movie's bad. Like from just the concept alone is bad. Tom Cruise is is not bad in this movie, but Tom Cruise is miscast <sighs> in this movie. Well, because Tom Cruise is a. It's just a you are signing up for a completely different thing when you cast Tom Cruise yes. as the lead in your movie. Yes. When you are when you also because like when you're also the lead in the movie, we've we've gotten to a point now where like the lead of the movie or the leads are almost also responsible in their own way for the marketing of said film. Mm-hmm. And Tom Cruise takes and for to his credit, and it's partially why he's built his brand so strongly as yeah. he has, mm-hmm. is that he's very good at marketing the stuff that he is in. He's very good. And he marketed the hell out of this movie, but he marketed it as a Mission Impossible film with mummies. And that's not... It it just... I don't even remember the marketing When Tom Cruise gets attached to something, that's kind of what it starts to feel like. Sure. And the action sequences, they just... They're very well executed. Yeah. They just lack... This movie could have used a certain level of humor that this movie had none of. Well, I think that is partially... uh, Tom Cruise's fault because they wrote the character and because the dialogue is they're trying so hard to make the guy whose name I can't even remember. His name is Nick. Is it Nick? Nick. Because I thought the other guy's name is Nick. No, the other guy's name is Nick. In, 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 yes, in New, New Girl. Girl, yes. So it's really, in, yes. it's really confusing <laughs> yeah. because, he, like, Jake Johnson in my head is his name is Nick. Like yes. we were like, oh, mm-hmm. like Jake Johnson. I'm like, oh, Nick. Nick. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, Nick. Yeah. I love Nick. Yes. He's hilarious. Uh, Nick's dead. Nick's dead. Real soon. Um, they they keep trying to. The dialogue is like trying to be Brandon Fraser from the Mummy, and it's like that's. But it's Tom Cruise saying these lines, and Tom Cruise is a very talented actor, but. That that kind of like I don't know charm that but that kind of you know kind of uh, what am I trying to say what what's the uh, the roguish charm he has none he of doesn't that. have that he's a no. leading man when he's taught when like she when uh, were you talking about this or was it with Brian I can't remember when he's talking about like oh like I lasted longer than that it's like. I hate this. Yeah, Tom Cruise I, doesn't talk about don't this. Talk, don't talk. Yeah. This isn't funny. No, this isn't funny. This actually means like no. I timed myself. I I, can, I wrote it in my diary. Yes. I can show you. Nathan Fillion could pull this off. Yes. Tom Cruise can't because Tom 100%. Cruise is just his star is too bright. It's too bright. He does not. He does not play the rogue well. No. Because he's not roguish. No. He just doesn't like. He it's doesn't all. Have it. It's all right across the plate. There's no mystery to him. Yeah. There's no. But also, there's no play. Like anytime, like Tom Cruise, like is like ha ha, and he smiles. It's like. Uh, you just you just get a whiff of the Scientology in it, and you go, I don't trust it. I don't like it. I don't like it. it, it Tom Cruise is a very serious uh, person, and we're all about cults here. It's not about <laughs> him being in a cult. We're 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 on board with cults, but 
out of you. You heard it here first. Oh sir. boy, <laughs> mom, mom, it's okay. No, mom, it's mom, it's okay. Jay is, Jay is, Jay is just kidding. <laughs> but he just doesn't. He's not. It doesn't work. It doesn't. It doesn't work with him being the lead. Somebody else needs to be the lead of this movie. Yes, a thousand percent. Like who from that time frame is like? Like it, only five years ago. So like who who could? I mean, there's plenty of. I can't think of anyone off the top of my head who would be like a good. Because here's the other problem, though. Chris Evans, easy, done. Uh, he was busy. He was obviously busy. But I'm just saying, like, that's the kind of the type. But the problem is that they also were trying to use this movie to set up the Dark Universe. Yes. Which was a mistake. Mistake. Oh, no. Did oh, no. You oh, say no. I didn't stay. Oh, no. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't Did you no, say no, no, stop. Did you say steak? Damn it! Did you did you know that you what you were doing there? No, really. Yeah, you said it so dramatically. I know. You really looked me in the eyes and said mistake. Between the miss and the mistake, no, I realized that I had made a mistake. Man, man, Brian, you made Brian almost leap out of his seat. I the second I heard him say. Miss, I was like, here we go. <laughs> clack, clack. <laughs> go get them, boys. Yeah. <laughs> they went, I, I don't remember the marketing for this movie, but I remember the marketing for the Dark Universe. Yeah. Like, here's the main cast of, or, you know, like the, the main, or main players of this new, like, it was Tom Cruise. It was, um, what's his name? Who plays Jek- uh, Jekyll and Hyde? And like and other people, and I was like, "Why are they telling us this information now before the first movie? This is a bad idea." Can I be honest with you? Yes. What, the, what bums me out the most about it not working out is that I think I think a reboot of Universal Monsters for a quote unquote dark universe kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great idea. Really, I think it could have been really, really cool. Hmm. I think it could have been really neat. It could have been a chance for Universal to take a look back at their catalog of what they have and kind of like rejoice in like the filmmaking that they've had a like that they have taken part in. Sure. Do you know what I mean? Sure. Like Universal doesn't necessarily they're not quite the Disney quote unquote, but like this is one thing that like they've made their mark on like f- on filmmaking in this regard. They've done two things so really well. Yeah. It would have been really cool for them as a company mm-hmm. to be like, Oh, like, and it actually goes into my fix of like, oh. he, like, I think this, this could have been really neat. Yeah. And it just, and there are certain aspects of when they're at the bureau there that are kind of fun. Mm. But be- before we get too far, no, no, much, no, 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 I think, no, 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 I, no. Hey, no, Hey, you, Hey, I think before we keep going any further, I think this is a really good time for Brian to slide on into my chair and tell us slide more into about your chair, huh? Yeah, into my chair uh-huh. as I vacate it. I don't know. And you just said that weird. I was going to say like slide into my DMs, but that doesn't. That That's kind of where I thought we, we you were text going. all the time. Um, and tell us more about the, how the Dark Universe failed and or how this movie failed. I think so. Because that would help the conversation. Right, so you, you gotta, if he's I'm sliding gonna, into I'm your gonna, chair, you got to be the one I'm to call gonna, it. Oh, I said, uh, hey, 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 Brian. Uh, yes! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you scared the hell out of you! It's a spooky episode. It's a spooky okay, episode. all right. Beautiful, fun fact. Blah 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 blah. Brian 
roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. Happy Halloween, everybody. Happy Halloween! <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. So, today we are trying to fix 2017's The Mummy, directed by writer Alex Kurtzman and written by too many people. This movie stars Tom Cruise, Sophia Botella, Annabelle Wallace, Russell Crowe, Jake Nick, and uh, Courtney <laughs> B. Vance. Um, this movie made $410 million. What? But between production and marketing costs, the budget was around $345 million. So to break even, it, it basically still lost like $100 million. Tom Cruise did win Best Actor for this at the Razzies. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So Tom Cruise had full control of production and post-production of this movie. If you're watching it, you could probably guess that. Yeah. Um, now, getting into the uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I think this is very interesting. This is a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes if you care. Um, the original Mummy from 1932 has an 89%. Wow. The Mummy from 99, the great one, uh, actually only has a 61%. What? Yeah, which is wild. Um, it's like when you find out that Hook was a financial failure. Disaster. It yeah. Was? Yeah. Spiel, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, Hook is like Spielberg's biggest flop. Holy crap. Um, then you have The Mummy Returns, which has a 47%, and then Tomb of the Dragon Emperor has a 13%. Um, if you care. And then the Scorpion King movie has a 41%, if we're just talking mummy movies. It was actually pretty good. Yeah, it was fine. Mm -hmm. I liked it. Um, of course, the best mummy movie is Bubba Hotep, but you know that's for another. Uh, <laughs> um, but uh, so, so as Adam mentioned, this was trying to create a dark universe. What does that mean? That means that they cast all these actors before making the movies, and they did a big, huge photo shoot where none of the actors were in the same room, and it's all edited together, make it look they were in the same really? room. Really? Yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, I didn't realize that. Hmm. Okay, so you had uh, Tom Cruise. Like, within the Mummy universe. Yeah. Uh, then you had Johnny Depp in the Invisible Man universe. Oh, that's right. Then you had Javier, Javier Bardem in the, I believe, the um, the Wolfman universe, maybe? Didn't they make that Wolfman no, movie? No, that's with Benicio Del Toro. Ah, that's yeah. right. Um, or maybe he was going to be Frankenstein. I don't we remember. We saw that movie together. That movie was bad. It was very bad. Um, but fun. Some of the transformations eh. are fun, but it's bad in general. Um, Angelina Jolie as the bride of Frankenstein. Uh, and then, um, and then everything just fell apart when this movie didn't go well. However, they were talking at the time, they don't mention it anymore, but that Dracula Untold movie with Luke Evans was actually supposed to be like retroactively the first movie in the dark universe, like universe. Um, huh. but they don't even talk about that one anymore. Um, so those are kind of like the high points of Dark Universe stuff. And then it failed and they didn't keep doing it. Now what Universal does is they're just doing the one-offs. Um, so if you haven't, you should all see the Invisible Man remake that they just did um, with Elizabeth Moss. I heard it's, it's really scary. That was Blumhouse though, right? But um, I don't know if it was Blumhouse, but Universal still has the rights to that character. Oh, okay. So it was a Universal movie. Okay, okay. Um, so you have that. Um, and then, of course, the greatest of all monster movies starring all these monsters is, of course, 1987's The Monster Squad. Um, great film. No fixing here. Yeah. And then, uh, just, just so if you want to know... Wait, I'm sorry. But can we, we need to hold on that real quick. I, I, oh, 
Hi, everybody. Two shot. Um, did you guys see in the other... Um, three shot. Did you guys see in the other two shot here that Jake sighed audibly when he mentioned the Monster Squad? I think we both love Monster Squad, and you don't even, A, don't know what it is or hate it. No, um, I made him watch it. I'm, he, he, yeah, it? yeah, he's made me watch Monster Squad. You don't like Monster Squad? I don't... Look. Monster Squad is fine. But the way that the both of you light up when anyone has ever mentioned the Monster Squad... Yeah, Wolfman's got nards, baby. Yeah. It is... Werewolf's got nards. It is not warranted in any way. It is... It is... It is a... It is like a Disney Channel original movie level... Of movie, uh, a Disney Channel movie would never say, "Give me the amulet, amulet you, you bitch." <laughs> 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 to a little girl, yes. to a little girl. Uh, I cry every time I watch the movie when it's Frankenstein so at the end goes bogus, Phoebe. I love it. Great. Anyway, how um, dare you, sir? Uh, Don't be Monster Squad. But I'll even do it on our spooky episode. Mon- <laughs> Monster Squad sucks. Boo. <laughs> uh, Monster Squad's bad. Uh, And to uh, Adam's point earlier, um, Tom Cruise has run in uh, 42 of his films. (laughs) (laughs) 42 of whatever it is, 50 something now. Um, So, uh, not included in that are movies like Valkyrie, movies like Tropic Thunder, and yes, he does not run in the original Top Gun, but he runs twice. In Top Gun Maverick. All right. Wow. Yeah. Spoilers. Spoilers. He runs twice. Oh, man, it's spectacular. I heard. I just yeah. haven't seen it yet. Um, cool. And if you want a podcast where we actually watch scary movies, check out Talking <laughs> Horror with Get Jamie McGee. Get out of here! Get out of yeah, <laughs> it <Pitchforks. laughs> I agree with Monster Squad, but I, but I, but I, but I, but I disagree with this part. <laughs> Truce is over. <clears throat> uh, here's the other big thing about this movie. Um, there's no mummy in it. There's no mummy. It's she's a lich, Jay. Oh, that's what she, mummies are. No, no, like you, man, no. you drew. You have been so. You've brought this up numerous times as we talked about it. Because it's supposed to be a mummy. <laughs> the, movie's, the movie's called The Mummy. I understand. Even you got mummified. No, we didn't. It's the same. It's the same difference. No, dude. I. She's I, a mummy. I say I the know. no. I didn't. I think we we're gonna. She has yeah. control over the dead. She just can reanimate stuff. Just cause. Yeah, there's but no liches book. are not. Just, there's no book like the other movies where he had to actually read stuff and like actually animate the dead. Like no, she can just. Do it. She's a goddamn lich. If she were gonna be a lich, then be a lich. Mummy's got too many powers nowadays. She was she was mummified. <laughs> Mummy's got too many powers. Yeah, why? Well, <laughs> <laughs> mummies have too much power. I know. I just I, she was mummified and then came back. I think that's like textbook mummy. I just think that's that's mummies and that's fine. We can move on. I disagree. I, I think a mummy is mummy a, is lich or is a lich to a lich is a mummy. I think it's a rectangle and square situation. I, I think Mummy is a different power set than Lich. Yeah. And never they shouldn't cross. I mean, they can have... And I See, here's the thing. I went back and looked at the old plots of the original Universal Monster movies, and the first, uh, the first one they ever made was remade in the 97 film, which mm-hmm. I didn't even realize. It was just a basic remake. Well, all the same characters. Well, not the, not the heroes, but like the bad guy was the same Mummy. 
It's like, oh, that's in the same plot of like having to take out the, the four guys that like read him. Like, oh, that's okay. That's that's fine. That's a good a fine, a fine sure. power set. Yeah. But like, this is just like she's exploding glass. They have you know power to start like sandstorms. Like this, there's too much in London of all places. Yeah. It's just well, glass is sand. I don't know. It's just it's just in control of birds and like an animal handling. It's just she's OP from the beginning. Yeah. I I, I just don't know why we're arguing a, a bad guys. Like that's how big bads work, man. I don't. But it's supposed to be a mummy. Where she's also where, real good at barfing up mercury. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> if I, honestly, that's the only thing I re, that real that scene like that shot was evocative and not oh, in a really? way not in a way I enjoyed. Oh. I was like, oh, I just the, whoever did the foley work of like the of mercury <laughs> was like pretty. I was like, oh, that's that. I think that's what that actually sounds like. They actually had someone barf up mercury to get that sound, and I don't like it one bit. I actually thought I thought she was the mummy was cool. Really? Yeah. Also, you got to see some you got to see some boobies in this movie too, which which frustrates me in the very beginning when she's oh. like, which frustrates me in a movie that I'm not enjoying when you see nudity and you're like, oh, man, just don't. Now, <laughs> yeah, I, feel, now I feel even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, ah, you got naked for this. This sucks. <laughs> it's like I'm I'm that's that wasn't worth it at all. <laughs> like, ah. Uh, I think about that all the time. Like, when I see nudity in a bad movie, I'm like, ugh, bad contract. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're kind of hoping your parents don't see this one, huh? <laughs> like, ah. Uh, uh, oh, here's another power that this mummy had. Uh, she has the same power as Vigo the Carpathian in this movie. And that she's a spooky painting? And that she was able to somehow curse... <laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, she, she can curse Tom Cruise just by looking at him. Yeah, okay. It's, that was is dumb. Is what I'm saying is dumb. I'm saying it's dumb. Okay. Because and then Nick gets bit by a camel I just spider. Never, I just never question magic. It's just magic. That no, Jay has got rules. We both like the Dresden stuff. There are yeah, rules. I, yeah, but I understand. But they make they get like that that those books get off on giving me the rules and in, in movies and stuff. I'm like ah, they're mummy, whatever. No, I get what? it. I understand. Ah, it's a mummy free pass. Have all, kinda, have all the yeah. powers? It's a monster mummy. Yeah, they're spooky. They they embrace the power of darkness. Like uh, she's trying to turn, she's trying to turn Tom Cruise into a dark Egyptian god. Yes. So like at that point, I think it's all it's, it's you know whatever. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and she made that guy, and she uh, possessed that spider, and made that go into the guy's guy's uh, ear, and then oh, made him go uh, lighting the cell phone fire with an axe and. Uh, Ugh, it's yeah, so it dumb. It's it really so stupid. dumb. Uh, Nick turns. Well, no, not. I mean, real life. Nick turns into a, a mummy on the plane, and like nobody questioned what was going on. I the, the one thing about his about Jake Johnson's performance as a mummy was I really appreciated uh, the uh, casualness in which he was stabbing people. <laughs> like it pans to him with like the corporal or whatever, and the corporal's like, "Hey, what are you doing?" And he's just like, "Oh, hey, no, what's hey up? I have a knife. Uh, I'm gonna put a knife in your body." <laughs> like, it's, it is the slow knife. <laughs> it's the slow knife. It's the casual knife that goes right in the guts. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to sneak behind with the slow knife if you're just like, "Oh, what a, a knife!" Ah, here you go. <laughs> Get him in you. It was, it was almost like, "What is this thing?" <laughs> do, do you know? Do you want oh. this? <laughs> I loved it. I'm like, yeah. Like, like Jake Johnson as a zombie the whole time, or as like vision, zombie visions to him. I guess was yeah. one of the best parts of the movie. Okay, that was great. 
Sure. His performance was he good. He seemed like he was having fun after he was dead. Yeah. And then after he came back to life off screen. Yeah. This whole movie's bad. Yeah, I know. But you, the only thing you liked about this movie was all the... What, what was the name of the organization that everyone was a part of? Like post Sternum or something like that? Uh, the Dark Universe Collective, Duck. I don't remember. I'll look it up. Uh, <laughs> oh, I really thought... I really, I was like, oh, the, it, that's what we're calling them now. Mallard Squad. Yeah, the yeah. Mallard Squad. <laughs> du, the, yeah, the Duck Squad. But yeah, no, you liked that part. When ha, Je, uh, I Jekyll like, came in and I was just like, hey, think, here's all the cool Bond I think stuff. that's a fun way to start a Dark Universe. I think the idea conceptually is sound. Sure. Prodigium. Prodigium. Was that really? That is bad. Yes. That is. Welcome to our secret organization bad. that hunts monsters. Progenium. Prodigium. Prodigium. Pro, pro, only half the people. Duck. Quack. The Duck Squad. Only, only half the people who work here can actually pronounce the name of this organization. <laughs> I thought, like, I thought. Prodigium. Um, what's his name? As I thought, uh, well, why can't I think of his name right now? Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe. I thought Russell Crowe as Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde was really good. Sure. I thought that was cool. I thought his, I thought his Ed Hyde was like really, or Fred. No, it was Ed. Ed. It was Edward Hyde. Yeah. I think his Hyde was really like that. That was really fun. I don't know why he wouldn't just tell new people being like, hi, I put this in me so I don't become a monster. Maybe make sure I continue to have this. I don't know why he's like being all coy while still injecting himself with the four of the biggest needles I've ever seen. Yeah. I don't know why if you're not coy enough to hide yourself doing it. You got to make sure those needles get in there, Jay. Yeah. So I guess I, I hated it because I don't think you should be building a a franchise in the middle of a movie. It should come at the end because that, because I think it takes away from the singular story we're trying to tell right now because that half hour was just like, why are we even here? Oh, just so this mummy lady can get out of this situation mm-hmm. so we can have the third act? Yeah. <sighs> and barf up a bunch, bunch of mercury. Of- <laughs> 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 and then, yeah, control the, a spider that goes into a guy's ear. It's, it's so... It's so uh, just giving her more OP powers so she can like get a butt pulled and get out of the situation. I mean... This is lame! Of her powers, I think you can agree. The best stunts slash effects of this movie were just... How hard she punched Tom Cruise a bunch of times. She you punched know, him real good. <laughs> she, she did. Although the physics in this, the fight physics in this movie were a little all over the place. Yes. Yeah. They were a little all over the place. When they were stunt heavy and like action driven, they were just kind of like regular action sequences. And then when you would fight like with the mummy, it was like, oh, ah, oh, goo, <laughs> goo, no, I hate it. And, and everything, all, all the action sequences always ended in a kiss. Do you notice that? Yeah, I guess they did. They all end up with a soul sucking kiss, it's which a, gets it's this it's, it's a, a slow kiss. It's, a slow, it's the slow tongue <laughs> you'd ever see coming. Yeah, she he beat the bad guy with a kiss, Jay. Yeah, it's lame. Yeah, I know. It's I know. It's bad. It's bad. It's real bad. You're acting as if you're trying to have anything to convince me of this. I don't know. I feel like you like it too much. You know what it is? I just you. I didn't it, like it. I just thought it wasn't. T- I don't know. It was well, at least watchable. Oof. If you say so. I mean, yeah, it didn't register to you, but like for me, it's just like, it's not even 100 minutes. It's, yes, it's, it's not even 100 minutes. Huh. It's like, this movie is not because Especially because the 97 movie and even uh, the Stork Green King um, 
is so fun and silly and dumb and awesome and stands yeah. the test of time that like this movie is like, no, we're going to redo his stuff. And this is how it's like, this movie is very bad. And also, how dare you? Yeah. How dare you, sir? It just doesn't acknowledge its own history in any way. That's exactly right. Yeah. Speaking, uh, speaking of acknowledging our own histories, I, I've seen the absolute novel that you've written, and I'm thinking that we should probably... We should probably get to the part where we, yeah, <laughs> go, go over all of my paragraphs. <laughs> Fix it! Behold the sacred lashy texts. Read this aloud and re- resurrect the mummy of storytelling. I chills with all these on uh, in hieroglyphics uh, in, yes. on tablets, just to yeah, make man. sure. Yeah, so man. I, got a, I got a stack of tablets outside. Are you suddenly going to know how to speak English? That was pretty stupid. Was it as stupid as uh, Apocalypse touching a TV screen in the 80s and being like, well, I'd have all of the Earth's knowledge in my head right now. That's how TV works. That's how TV works <laughs> in the 80s, Jay. Okay. They say it'll melt your brain. That's what it means. Too much information at once. Unless you're apocalypse. Unless you're apocalypse. Unless you're apocalypse. Hi, I'm apocalypse, everybody. Hi, what's up, guys? I'm apocalypse. What's up, guys? It's me, apocalypse. I'm apocalypse. Hey, hope hey. you guys like. Hope you guys like subjugation. Apocalypse <laughs> is another mummy with too many powers. It's a conspiracy. I'm telling you, it's a conspiracy. Mummies have too many powers. I think I think you just got man again. I think when you get too here. mad about mummies, it just it just feels just feels I don't know. Feels like you got a paragraph or like a or a, a, a manifesto written somewhere. I mean, I I probably wrote about uh, five hundred words or so, maybe probably more than that for this. Case uh, case. I was gonna put money on the episode where uh, Adam would lose it. Nowhere in my guess top ten would be. The 2017 Mummy episode. Yeah. No, me neither. Me neither. There were too many zombies! There were too many zombies! I called him down, Brian! <laughs> this movie's not called The Mummy. There yeah. were zombies all over the place! You could say those are mummies. They're like, not they're mummies. mummies, they were zombies! They're like more mummies. No! Kind of like mummies. They were zombies. They're powered They by were mummies. alive. They were then kissed to death, and they popped back up as a zombie. That's think, a zombie. I just think they're, they're mummies. They're not mummies. Sweet, sweet you mummies. could make an argument for the Crusaders in the the thing they uh, in the the tomb. They that they uh, were mummies. That maybe possibly because they, they were, were like in mummies. actual giant sarcophaguses with you know like mummies. Yeah, so they were mummies. Barely, maybe, okay. maybe. Okay, but again, she was a lich. This is reanimating the dead. So, okay, just saying. It's BS. But by your logic, then they shouldn't have called What's-Her-Name-In-Hellboy a witch because she was a lich and not a witch. Yes. Okay. But I didn't see you on your soapbox then. Uh, the movie didn't get to me as much as, uh, okay. as this one did. Okay, fair Because she was a lich. All right. Uh, Adam. Yes, Jay. Uh, the Mummy, 2017. Fix it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it starts way back in uh, 5,000 years ago in, in Egypt. And like... And like uh, this guy shows up, he's like, "I'm apocalypse." It's like, <laughs> hey guys, hey guys, I'm apocalypse. Hey guys. I'm apocalypse. What's up? It's me. I'm ch- I'm I'm Chillstoner Apocalypse. <laughs> apocalypse. Uh, how'd you get here, Apocalypse? I took the 405 <laughs> to La Brea. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys want to be like my horseman or something? <laughs> I'm apocalypse. Apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, That's so hard. my real fix. 
I, I so, so I went, good at comedy. We're I so went, funny. <laughs> we're, we're professionals at this. Almost. I went back and I looked at all the plots for the old original 1930s. Me uh, too. Movies. And so realizing that the first Mummy movie uh, that was made in the Universal in the 90s was a 32 or something like that. Correct. You were correct. Suck that. High five off screen. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Thanks, dude. Um, so because that was the same plot as the 97 film, uh, for the, I mean, they took the, the same mummy was uh, uh, Imhotep. Was this, it was the same. Imhotep. Yeah, was the same Imhotep. mummy. Imhotep. So it was the same mummy. So it's like, you know what? Um, let's not do that again. Because at least in the in the 17 movie, like, you know what? New mummy. It's like, okay, that's, that's fair. Because we did Imhotep twice in the 90s. Okay. So let's have a new mummy. Sure, great. Okay. So then I went back and I was like, oh, what's, well, what, there's a bunch of sequels. What, what are these stories? Well, there's a different mummy in those sequel movies in the, from the 30s. Mm-hmm. So, and his name was Karis. So you know what? Let's use that guy. Let's use the sequels and bring those forward instead okay. of just Imhotep. Yeah. So I went back and I cribbed some of the information from the uh, sequel. I think, I believe it's Tomb of the Mummy uh, that was like in the, in the later 30s, a couple years after they made the first one. So I'm, that's basically... You can only Google so fast, Adam. You're looking for an answer so, immediately. Uh, 1932 was the original mummy. 1940 was the mummy's hand. 1942 was the mummy's tomb. 1944 had two mummy movies, The Mummy's Ghost and The Mummy's Curse. And then 1955 had Abbott and Costello meet said mummy. Hmm. So, the from the hand of the one, the hand of the mummy. Sure. You're using the information from that one. Yeah. Okay, so... My favorite movie... Hand of the mummy. Hand of the mummy. Hand of, of the mummy. mummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. All right. So my fix, my my real fix starts five. You know, way back in ancient Egypt, we meet Karis. He's a handsome young man, and he's married to his young wife, An- uh, Annika, and they're very much in love. And they're poor, but like they're still happy, and everything for the most part is fine, until. Uh, and we also we we have we we this is not a voiceover intro. We're not someone's not narrating this. We're gonna like actually go back and we're gonna see this guy's life for like ten minutes of actually like see him and see his Annika and see this, the marriage and see how they're they're, they're struggling because like we see how the, the, the Egypt is like under this pharaoh's rule. It's not yeah, great. I mean, like single cam, like like Modern Family, but with like it's a it's a very <laughs> long one shot. <laughs> Oh man, your br- oh your brother in law's coming to stay for the weekend. <laughs> it's me, Apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we we see that the class struggle, even in ancient Egypt, is very real. And on yeah. one day, uh, the pharaohs is walking, you know, is walking through town or whatever, and he spies Annika and like, oh, she's super hot. She should join my harem. And she's like, uh, excuse me, no, I'm in love with my husband. I no, thank you. I don't want to be a part of this. The of course the pharaoh takes umbrage, orders his guards to go find out where she lives, and then they, uh, they those guards murder her in front of Karis later that night. Oh, yeah, it's bad. So now yeah. Karis is like, well, I don't have anything to live for now except vengeance. So he goes finds a way to be immortal to just so he can just wipe out the pharaohs and the entire ruling class. Oh yeah, because he's done with this class warfare. Exactly. Yeah, man. So he finds oh uh, in, in the movies back in the day it was like. Uh, Tana leaves, so he finds these Tana leaves and it becomes immortal and he becomes like one with the shadows. He can like travel through shadows and be like just be super hidden in shadows. I think he's sounding a little over, overpowered. That's Adam. his only power. <laughs> he cannot raise the dead. Okay. And I even thought of that when I was writing this. I was like, right. the mummy needs at least a power. He's getting one power. So he has like tea leaf powers? 
He's yes. like a wuss. <laughs> like a wuss. <laughs> like an underpowered mummy. Yeah. He got one power. It sucks. I like, Shadow power. Like my power. Like my mummy's too many. Sure. <laughs> well, then, would you do your fix yeah, your power? Man. Your mummy. Oh, you're going to Fuddruckers and just putting lettuce on your burger? I'm going to Fuddruckers. I'm getting all that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all that mummy power. It's a good burger. thing you can build your own burger at Fuddruckers. <laughs> Fuddruckers, build your own burger and mummies. <laughs> so. This podcast is not sponsored by <laughs> <laughs> So, so, Karis, now imbued with power from tea, uh, starts just murking all of the Pharaoh's families and stuff. He's just going through everybody. He's stabbing people out of the shadows. It's really super cool until they fig- kind of figure out, wait a second, this guy's using the shadows to attack us. They trap him in, like, a room with a bunch of lights so he can't escape, and then they use, like, magical cloth to, like, mum- you know, wrap him up, stick him in a sarcophagus so he can't escape. And because he was trying to, you know, uh, this revolution that he was trying to spark was all about class warfare. He's like, you know what? Just to rub it in a little bit more, we're actually going to put you in a tomb with, with all, the, all the pharaohs that you hate so much. You can, over, you can just watch us, overwatch us um, as we just lie in state and cross over to the next world. But you won't be able to. So, haha, we win. And it's oh, really sad. So he's in, a, he's in a pharaoh's tomb off to the side. That's cool. So... Poor guy. He tried his best, and then he screwed him over, and yeah. he even screwed him over in death. So, really sad. But then we flash forward to modern times, and we meet our main characters, which is the archaeologist Steve Jensen, which is a mashup of the two guys from The Hand of the Mummy, um, his assistant Kurt, and a fellow archaeologist, Marta Slovani, who, as they search for the Tomb of the Pharaohs that we saw at the beginning. Yes. Uh, but there's, like, a whisper of, like, hey, have you heard of this story of Karis? Like, this, this revolutionary? Like, yeah. They're like, no, it's just a myth. Like, because they got rid of, like, all of the history. The pharaohs, like, made sure, like, no one oh, knew yeah. about this revolution. Yeah. But, of course, some people were there, and so there was, like, whispers through all throughout the next, next thousand years about, oh, yeah. Karis, the, the revolutionary. Whispers, tried, like, clack, 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 clack. Whisper, 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 yes, whisper. Yes, as they, clack, as they clack, were clack, making clack, hieroglyphics clack, and clack, tablets. Clack, exactly. Um, so, they're... You're good at that. Anyways, so they're trying to find this tomb with the pharaoh, and there's some creepy guys. Do you have any casting ideas for your boy? No, but he's roguish, you know, like Brendan Fraser. He's in the same vein as Brendan Fraser's character. All right. But I don't have any idea who it might be. Chris Pratt? He's very busy. He's got a lot of stuff going on. 2017, you probably could have gotten him. Possibly, but if we're starting the dark universe, there's no way Disney would allow him to be in another yeah, cinematic universe. Yeah, right. So, um, Marta and Steve are kind of like not at odds, but there's definitely some playful flirting, and like she seems like Mark Wahlberg. You probably got to get Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> hey, Camel, say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, hey, Apocalypse, say hello to your mother for me. <laughs> oh, well, oh, well, <laughs> absolutely. I remember by her. Apocalypse. <laughs> so, uh, Marta is like, see, we're creating our own little dark universe. <laughs> we are inside at, of we've this. Already done a, we've already done a better job. So, Marta is always questions everything Steve comes up with, and it's almost like she's trying to undermine him a little bit and not trying. She's almost hoping that he doesn't find this tomb. It's yeah. kind of weird, but like that couldn't, that's not right. She's here to help. That's, it's weird. There's, there's strife there, but there's, you know, there's chemistry clearly. Um, there's also, you know, some creepy guys are kind of, you know, like in and around the dig. You can kind of see some shifty people like, wait a second, something's going on here. And that night the dig is attacked by this cult of people who seem to, um, this cult of Karis, 
who oh, okay. have you know been searching for Did their the quiet hier- read the quiet yes, hieroglyphics. Yes, who what who are trying to be uh, lifted up from you know this class warfare that's continued on for thousands of years. They think they they found something in Karis that his story. Yeah, they could they could Karis could lead them to you know to, to freedom from this you know from all this stuff from their being downtrodden. Yeah. Um, but through the fight, through the struggle, they, you know, accidentally find their way into the tomb and accidentally find them well into Karis's tomb off to the side. Yes. I was like, what is this? Oh my God. The, this, the, all the whispers were right. Like this was, this is Karis. Holy crap. We found, this is amazing. We don't want ever thought this guy was real. Oh, neat. Okay, great. Well, we'll pack all this stuff up and we'll head to the British museum because everything Ha-ha! from everywhere is in the British museum. Ha ha. So, uh, off to the British museum, uh, where, you know, every, you know, it was weeks later at this point. There's a big Egyptian uh, event going on. Like, hey, we're opening up a new wing. We got some all this Egypt Egyptian stuff here, and uh, because you guys found some cool stuff, some of that stuff will be in the exhibit. But uh, much like I just watched John Oliver's episode from a couple weeks ago, where they talked about museums having all this stuff in the back they did for a show, and they just kind of hold on to stuff, especially the British Museum. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit because like Karis and, um, I guess the other sarcophagus who doesn't have a mummy in it. I mean, it does have a mummy in it, but it's not going to come to life. Um, it's got no, it's got no live mummies inside. No, cause it's the in Pharaoh. A mummy movie? It's the Pharaoh. Come on. We're now. not worried about it. He's not a mummy. Karis uh, is a mummy. I know. I'm just uh, it's apocalypse. Apocalypse. The other one. Apocalypse. Oh, James McAvoy. Let's kiss. That movie. When are we doing that movie? We'll get there. Ugh. Well, maybe when the, well, oh, when X Men ninety seven comes out. Yeah. Um, Four years later. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, British Museum, the new exhibit coming out. Everyone's, you know, it's opening night. It's kind of a gala, and our main characters show up um, to be a part of it because some of their stuff is going to be in it. Most of their stuff isn't though, and it's all in the back. But also at the gala. Oh, I forgot the guy's name. Um, the guy who's a leader of the cult of Karis is Andoheb. Um, sure. Andoheb, which is the name of the bad guy from the actual uh, Hand of the Mummy back in the day. So, haha. Um, so the, he's there, there with some other remain other cultists or whatever. So they in, infiltrate the gala. Stuff. As we said, we love cults here at Fix. I did not didn't think say it's great. No, okay. To, to your freaky cults. Okay. So. Um, you know, people are talking, they're glad handed, they're talking about Egypt, they're talking about like, oh, the Karis, you know, the, the people are whispering about it, stuff like that. Um, and uh, Andoheb finds his way back into all, you know, the giant storage area of the British Museum and finds Karis' uh, tomb or sarcophagus. And it's like, oh, it's here, we can free him. Awesome. So he, you know, whist, uh, contacts the rest of his cult members and is like, do it. All the power in the museum gets cut off because apparently also these cultures are very good at. To, you know, uh, staging this stuff and have all this tactical information because they yeah. have to. They have to. They have to storm this museum. So all the power gets cut off. Everyone's freaking out because like the building's kind of in lockdown right now because this isn't supposed to happen. And uh, Andoheb frees Karis and I was like, "Hey, welcome back to the land of living. It's been five thousand years. Um, your work's not done yet. The, the class warfare you were fighting against all those years ago is still happening. In fact, you are in a country right now that stole our heritage." And it's putting it on display. Yeah. And this also, this is a country that is run by a queen that's basically the same thing as a pharaoh. And so Karis, who's been trapped in a box for 5,000 years, and just as free as like, you know what? I'm crazy. Let's let's go. So he just slinks into the shadows. And since the whole museum is basically in shadows right now, he goes and attacks the gala. 
And so all these people we just met in the previous scene when our hero uh, with Steve and um, and Marta and Kurt were kind of like you know, talking to everybody, whatever, start getting picked off one by one, just getting yanked into like this. We're trying to do a, a actual like horror movie scene here. Yeah. Where people getting yanked in the shadows, people getting stabbed through, you know, with shadow like it's it's spooky scary. So our main characters like, oh, we gotta ah, keep your head on a swivel. And so they're kind of trying to figure out how to get around stuff. And like, they're kind of getting lucky and like being in like the emergency lights, you know, they're trying to yeah. work their way through. But until like Steve gets pulled into the shadow and just before he's about to get stabbed, he notices who it is. And says, Karis, he uses some of the language from back in the day because he's an archaeologist. Yeah. He says something in the ancient language and pa- it makes Karis pause and disappears. And so Steve and Marta and Kurt are like, uh, I think. I think the whole everything was very much right about Karis being a somebody being immortal yeah. because I um, okay we need to figure out a way to get out of here. Well, because of everyone was messing around in the back of the museum, they tripped an anti theft dev- uh, alarm. Yeah, and the whole building's gone into lockdown. Oh shit! So okay. no one can get in or out to to prevent people from stealing art. So the yeah. whole building's locked down. Did you guys ever see the movie The Relic back in the day? Yes, I've seen the Relic. I, I have not. Okay, it's basically a movie about a monster being loose in a museum at night, and then uh, people just trying to survive the night. Oh, okay. Because like, like something got put, put into a museum, and then it came like, I'm a monster. He's not talking. Okay. It's just like a monster, like a dog thing. Just oh, that's around. cool. So I'm trying to a little bit of that. Like people are now trapped yeah. in this museum with a monster, and no one could get out. Everyone's yeah. trapped inside. So everyone's freaking out. Karis and Andoheb are. Um, trying to find their way out and they're just, they're going through all of the background, the back rooms of the British museum and like seeing just, you know, all of this stuff as, as Androheb is just telling him, by the way, here's what happened to humanity over the past 5,000 years. And he just downloads all of the bad stuff that's been happening for the past 5,000 yeah. years. And it's like, Hey, yeah, the common man, you know, has been put down for the past 5,000 years. Like it's never gotten better for us. It's just, we're just exploited over and over and over again. And the cycle needs to stop and you're finally here to do it. And he's like, I'm finally free. Let's yeah, let's do this. This is, I'm, I'm so, I was done then. And I'm super done now. So let's cause yeah. we're done. Marta on the other hand is now telling everybody. And she seems to know, like a little bit more information and a little bit more free of the inf- with information than she was then previously. She should, yeah. Yeah. She's like, wait a second. How does she know so much about stuff? Oh, she's in the cult. So she's talking about, you yeah. know, uh, Karis and um, what the, this cult is and Andoheb, but probably they're going after. And I was like, there's a lot of things about ancient Egypt that a lot most people don't know about. Like there's some objects that are, you know, basically weapons of mass destructions like this MacGuffin and that MacGuffin. And Lord knows also this one. And they're Steve and Kirtle are both like, wait, what? How do you? But there's no time because everyone's trying to find a way out because there's a crazy mummy in here that has with shadow powers that could kill us at any moment. I mean, but it'd be cool if it had more powers, but I guess if you just, just shadow, that's fine. Shadow powers. That's right, it. That's just that's it. You can, you can travel through shadows. They'll let that's you put it. nacho cheese on your burger. They, at Fud Records. It's they insane. will let you do that. They will let you as do that as much as you want. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. Well, you never done. You, you know, <laughs> just saying. It's so. Yeah, not sponsored by Fudge. Couldn't though get on that. You're a producer. I want to be produ- I want to be. I want to be. Fix it. Brought to you by Fudruckers and also Pepperidge Farm. What are we paying you for? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Fudruckers. <laughs> Mr. Rutgers? <laughs> <laughs> you got fu 
fun? You got actual fun on the phone? He really likes... He really likes... He really likes putting in the blowfish. So after Marta mentions a couple of these giant MacGuffins that have power or whatever, uh, we flash back to... What, you mean Darius Rucker? Anyways. Anyways. In the back room of the museum, after uh, Marta mentioned a couple of these MacGuffins, of course, our bad guys pass one of these MacGuffins. And for reasons, because Karis is magical, the thing lights up and is now able to be used. Oh, cool. So Anaheb's like, oh, this is the, the MacGuffin. Oh, pew, oh, it works. Oh, we have a way out. Great. So let's go kill everybody and get out, get out of here. Kill all the, the people that yes. went to the party? Mm-hmm. Oh. So meanwhile, so then we flash back. Oh, because he's on the side of the bad guy. Yes. That's right. So go kill everybody. Let's get out of this museum and start like raising uh, London because we're going to start here. Great. Yeah. These people stole our history. Let's, yeah, let's get to them. Let's get them. So meanwhile, flashback over to our good guys. They're also trying to find a way out of the museum or whatever. And they're, they're, but like everything's locked down. They're like, come up with ideas. Maybe go to the control room. That doesn't seem to be working. Everything's like, we can't get a line outside. Everything's really bad. Oh, no. But that's when Karis attacks. A couple more people die. And uh, Karis takes Marta. Okay. So, because something about Marta reminded him of Annika. And so he takes her. I there's see. just there's like a, it, it, it's, it's not a one for one it's not it's the same it's never a one for it's one it's not the same actress it's not like Rachel no. Weiss being the same person from the back in the day Rachel but it's, it's just like an energy it's like it just like a, there's something that spark that's she has a similar spark to Annika she's so sexy to mommies <laughs> <laughs> so Karis takes Marta back to Andoheb who's trying to find his way out of the music or find a, an outside wall to blow up to get out yeah and in this time i see andoheb's more like worried about like what the MacGuffin he's got in his hands that allows marta and um karis to talk and now marta's like okay so like basically everything that andoheb told you yeah it, it happened there's been a lot of bad the past five thousand years yeah but there's also been a lot of good yeah like we should i mean yeah the system sucks and it does but we have made improvements Yes. There's a lot of really good people out there that don't deserve to just die. And yeah. if Andoheb uses that thing, a lot of the people you're, you're thinking you're, you're fighting for are going to get hurt and probably killed. Yeah. So, like... You're no better than what you've what happened to you. Exactly. You Now, you're the one with power, and how are you going to use that? You're just going to hurt people the same way the people with power back in the day hurt you. Yeah. And so... Oh, that's good. Yes. So, at the moment... But, Andrew doesn't hear this. He's worried about the other cultists, but I'm trying to get out of the museum. So everyone reconverges back in the, the foyer of the museum because that's easiest. The door, door's right there. I'll just blast the door open. And we'll just and then we'll just start blowing up London. Yeah. Everyone meets up there, and now we can have a cool like horror, but more more of this more of um '97 mummy version of like a hot potato with the MacGuffin. Yes. So everyone's kind of fighting around or whatever, and. Andoheb realizes that uh, Karis isn't really doing what he used to do, you know, like an hour or so ago. Like, he, Karis is involved in stuff, but, like, he doesn't have the same, like, stabby attitude he had earlier. Doesn't have quite the sharp wit that he started with. True. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, Andoheb finally gets the thing back, blows open the front of the British Museum, steps outside, and this is the moment when uh, Marta's like, Andoheb, he's going to kill so many people because the police are outside like everything's you know everyone's like free blah, blah. he's like ah, i have the power because screw you guys i'm gonna take the, you know i'm taking the power for myself yeah and marta's like um this is it Karis. he's gonna we need your help and so Karis is like 
has a moment and I was like, this has been an insane couple of hours. I've only been free for yeah. six hours, but uh, you're, I don't know anything about this world. You're, you're right. And you remind me a lot about my, my beloved wife. Yeah. So he slinks into the shadows and because of all the strobe lights and stuff like that, he stinks up behind uh, Andoheb and pulls him into the shadows and the MacGuffin clacks to the ground. We don't see Andoheb again. Oh, wow, okay. So everyone rushes in the museum. All the guys rush out. Like, oh, thank God, we're free. Yay! Yeah, yeah, Marta yeah. hugs her dad. Who's this guy? This is the first guy we've meeting this guy. Hi, well, okay, we'll talk to you in a second. Wrap everything up. Go back to the in, back into the museum. Um, Steve, Kurt, and Marta, like, meet up with Karis. She's, like, in the corner. She's like, I'm really sorry about everything. I don't, yeah. don't want to be here. I don't. This is... Yeah, no. You got to put, put me back. I'm done. I, this is too much for me. So they go, okay, but... Okay, we'll do that for now, but I think there's hope for you. We might need you we, later. Well, then, you know, that's, not, that's not yet. So they, they put him back in the sarcophagus, and then we're like, okay, the movie's done. And everyone's like, friends, and great, we have an adventure, but this was kind of crazy. Bah, magic's real, blah, 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 blah. Credits, mid-credits, we're seeing kicks in, and we go back to seeing Marta's dad, who is just going to cut to that fact that it is Henry Jekyll. Oh, okay. That's my dad, Henry. Uh, Henry Jekyll, and they don't like. It's just kind of like, what? And it's like blah 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 blah. I just, you know, and and the sarcophagus, Caris's sarcophagus, is there because they're, they're they're kind of in that big. It's kind of like rolling by. Yes. Like, Oh, cool. Um, and you see like prodigium or whatever. There's like, yeah, here's things are going on. Marta actually, that isn't actually Marta's real name, or her last name isn't actually Slavani. It's uh, Jekyll. Uh, sure. She's my daughter. Um, you guys stumbled upon something we were hoping would never be found. Uh, yeah, there's a lot more going on here, um, but we've been an organization that's uh, been around for hundreds of years, eliminating monsters. Um, and um, basically, like we're called Prodigium, but it's a, that's a hard word to say. We know, but it was like it was cool back in the day, but it's kind of hard to say nowadays. Uh, people don't really like to call us that anymore. Uh, the common vernacular for us now is a uh, we're called the Monster Squad. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> Now, <laughs> I looked it up. Monster Squad is not done by Universal. No, that's why the monsters look differently. Yes. Because they had to get around the how they look. They had to use the monsters, but not Universal. It's monsters. almost as if they should have stopped. First of all, <laughs> Wolfbane's Got Nards is an incredible documentary. About it. Yes. <laughs> so my Dark Universe fix is that we are building towards the Monster Squad. All right. I want to see this movie so bad. And Cars is a really good guy. Good. That's a good flick, dude. And, they, and Cars comes out and is like, hey, you know, in the same scene, like, you know, Cars can kind of come out and he can, can be a part of it. And it's like, you know, we take care of the things that go bump in the night. Okay. Blah, 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 blah. We're the Monster Squad. <laughs> so, because I wanted, I wanted a mummy redemption story. Because Cars is like a good, like, they keep trying to, he's like. A good mu- he's a good, mu- he's a good bad mummy. Yeah, good he's bad mummy. He's a bad good mummy. No, he's a good guy who got mummified. It was trying. He was doing bad things for the right reason or yeah. for good reasons. And he's then, like Batman, mummy. Yes. Yeah. Vengeance. Vengeance. <sighs> yeah. Karis, good guy. So we okay, have a cool. good guy, mummy on our That's team. That's really good. I like that I mean, a lot. They wouldn't have like Tom Cruise as being like the, a god of death by the end. Because that, by it's the way, too much. it's too much. That takes away. Oh, he can't die, and he can just oh, any character that dies around him can be like, no, he's fine. No, you're fine. That's it. There's no stakes with that character being yeah. around. So why would you even... It's a bad idea. But good mummy on the good guys team for whatever happens next in the Monster Squad universe. Excellent. Very, very well done. Thanks, dude. That's really good. 
I mean, you could have more powerful mummy, but other than you that. Could, I, the, the cars <laughs> could have had more onion. powers. They got all kinds of tomatoes. Yeah. You don't even have to get a burger. You can get a brat. You can get whatever the hell you want. Sure. You got to throw your three types of mustard. Yeah. That's right, baby. Yeah. Ooh, woo. It came to party here at Fuddruckers. Mm-hmm. You, you put the mustard on the, on, the, on the patty, right? And then you just spin the patty around. So it's got Oh, yeah, Brian, have you, have you experimented with spinning the hot dog yet? I haven't had a hot dog since the last, since that episode aired. Oh okay. But next time I my my chat keeps time. asking me if you've tra- if you've tried the hot dog trick. I, I haven't had a hot dog yet, but I'll go out of my way to have a hot dog. Though. All right, yeah. see that you do. You do the same thing with the hamburger. Just put it on the patty. What are we paying and you then... for, Brian? <laughs> Eat the damn, do the damn hot dog spin. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the record marketing for <laughs> Do you guys have hot dogs too? <laughs> okay, uh, Jay, your turn. All right. Okay, so the the what I was going for with my fix is that I. Like what I was saying earlier is that I I think the Dark Universe is a unique opportunity for Universal to like kind of rejoice in the history of the movies that they've made. Yes, uh, and I think and, and I want to I'm going to lean a lot heavier into the concept of like their bureau. I'm just going to call it the bureau because I think that's a better term. Proginium. Proginium. Forget it. It's like Prodigium. Prodigium. I'm Prodigium? sorry. That sounds like Monster Squad. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like Prodigium sounds like a real like a uh it's for rickets or something. And it's like a commercial for like, do you suffer from from rickets? Try Prodigium. Uh okay. So my movie opens up in a, an extraordinarily drab office setting. Um we see uh, a nameless person walk into a room, sit at like one of the desks, and uh, you see another person walk into the room, lower a projection screen, and start like an old projector movie. Okay. And the mo- the movie pops up, and we are getting, and the movie begins, like the first like half hour of this movie, is a shot for shot remake. Of the first like thirty minutes of the original Mummy movie, the original the one, the original nineteen thirty two, Brian. Actually, no, correct. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a shot for shot remake of that of of their original Mummy movie. Okay, um, which basically uh, you have a um, you have a Sir Joseph Wemple and his friend Doctor Muller. Um, Muller and Wemple Muller and Wemple uh, <laughs> The famous archaeology team of Muller and Wemple I know, it's terrible But it's that Esquire <laughs> Yeah <laughs> Yeah um, Yeah, and they are th- It is a shot for shot of them uh, Trying to find uh, Imhotep Right uh, And they find that They f- eventually find uh, the, the, the tomb They find the casket They figure out that there's a curse on it mm-hmm. Um uh, and then as they open up the tomb, they find uh, the, skull, the scroll of Toth. And as uh, uh, Sir Joseph Wemple reads from the scroll, uh, Imhotep, you know, comes back from the dead as a mummy. And uh, basically, like, he basically, what, what it says in the, the actual, like, plot synopsis, uh, it, it snaps Norton's mind, uh, Norton Muller, uh, and he just he basically laughs himself to death, which is fascinating. I thought that was very interesting. Wow. Okay. Um, but it 
basically it shows him like absorbing the, like the two of them and come like coming back to life. Sure. And then it cuts to 10 years later where Imhotep has basically, uh, he has integrated himself like into modern society a little bit mm-hmm. as like kind of an undead mummy. Sure. And he shows their children where the, where the, t- uh, where the tomb of his like long lost love is oh, and where okay. to go find that stuff and sure. dig that up. Mm-hmm. The problem is, is that they go and they dig it up mm-hmm. and then they give all of it to the British museum instead of him. Wait, did you have that? On, did you do it on your own? Is that the, that's no, the that's movie? No, that is the movie. Oh, is it really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh, or no, to the Cairo museum. I'm sorry. Ah. Uh, at least in this movie, but in this, but in my movie, it's the British museum just cause it's, it it just speaks to a larger theme of, and that's yeah. kind of what's playing right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we're all kind of kind of turning our heads at museums now. We're like, I don't Wait know anymore about this. Um, and so basically, like Imhotep is like disappears back into modern society. Sure, yeah. Um, but it's shot for shot remake of the old movies, kind of all the old camp. It really just like relishes in like these old monster movies. Mm-hmm. Um. And then we see, like, this is the first, like, 20 minutes of the movie. And I like the idea that, like, you can kind of see the skips in, like, the film sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, it's a, it's like a little... Werewolf tra- by Night. We could see, like, some of the great... Yeah, the it's, film a little, it's a little trashy yeah. sometimes. Like, what? Werewolf by, by Night! night. <laughs> um, <laughs> Wimplin' Muller, have you been injured by a mummy? <laughs> <laughs> Do you or your loved ones have any injuries done by a mummy? Well, then you deserve compensation. <laughs> <laughs> Call us here at Wimple and Mother. Um, and so uh, the, 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 like, that, like, little part of the movie, like, cuts out and uh, it's like the end and, like, uh, the lights come back up and we see uh, it's, it's Jake Johnson sitting in the, in the chair. I'm, oh. ke- I'm keeping the cast. Okay. Just, just for my own sanity. Sure. It's like, I, I wanted to see if I can make Tom Cruise work in this, if that makes any sense. Okay. Um, because that, like, after that photo shoot, this was set in stone. There was no changing Tom Cruise. That's fair. Yes. Um, so Jake Johnson is, like, very clearly, like, cool. So, so what's, what's happening here? And then we cut to the person that's kind of giving the presentation, and it's, and it's Brendan Fraser. Like, Brendan Fraser now. Oh! Yeah. yeah. Like, and he's just like, I thought it was obvious, but, but like, mummies are, mummies are real. At least some of them are real. It's a long story. Uh, this is just getting you up to speed. And then we see them walk out of, like, the drab room, and he starts getting, like, a walking tour of our, like, monster squad, quote unquote. And he's uh, filling him in, see, like... It's catching up. Feels pretty good to say, like, right? Like... Like you are going to be part, you're going to be a part. This is like, you're going to be part of the Egyptian, uh, uh, the the Egyptian wing of, um, of this collective and blah, blah, blah. And filling and getting him up to speed, informing him that like, there have been priceless objects, Egyptian objects that have been starting to being, uh, stolen in, uh, in London. Um, so we're probably going to be sending you and a good amount of your squad, like a a good amount of your monster squad. Um, out to London to investigate. Um, and then I, then I think we roll opening credits and we kind of see, uh, like some news reports of like London, like what's been stolen, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And then we open on, um, the blonde girl. What's her name? Brian hit me with her name. Annabelle Wallace. Annabelle Wallace. Um, 
What else has she been in? Annabelle Wallace? Yeah, I feel she, like... She was I, in one of the Annabelle movies. Okay. That's an easy way to remember her name, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. Anyways. Anna, so, on this, on this, the Egyptian squads... It, you're, 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 no, 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 no. The, the, the credits roll, we open up on a, on a totally new thing. Annabelle Wallace... Tom Cruise. Oh, I was about to say, okay, so Tom, Tom Cruise is not there in the original, in the opening. No. Okay, it's, no, 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 it's no, no, just no. Jake Johansson and, Jake, and just to, Jake Johnson. Jake Johnson. And just to clarify, Brendan Fraser is not the same character. It's not explained. It's not explained. It's amorphous at the moment. I, uh, okay, it's, it's not, just a friendly face everyone recognizes. It's, and, it, it is more, it, it is more of a, it is, I can answer your question. It is not. Mu- the the mummy mummy yeah. Brendan Fraser. It okay. is just it is universal acknowledging we Brendan made these Fraser. other movies. Yes. Okay. Isn't this awesome that he's now the head of the Egyptian ad- uh, like wing, wing of, of the, the of this like monster squad? Yeah. Got it. Awesome. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it's, but... it's 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 universal relishing in its own history. Yes. Got it. Um. So Tom Cruise, Annabelle Wallace. Um, they walk into they're they're in London, mm-hmm. obviously, and they walk into like a very ornate um antiquities store. Um and they're looking around and they're trying to find uh they find like a creepy assistant. They're like, We just need to like talk to like the manager of the store and they're like Ha ha, ha I'm a I'm apocalypse. Would you like to buy some some, uh, uh, some uh, Persian uh, rocks or something? What's up, guys? Hey. Hey. Hey, hey, doing anything like that? Oh, do you guys like uh, you guys like uh, uh, urns? I got a lot of urns. Oh, anyways, <laughs> you guys smoke hookah? Uh, uh, I hate me too. Um, so they eventually, uh, they eventually find the purveyor of the store. Sure. Um, sharply dressed, mm-hmm. beautiful, ornate, like handmade suit, like sharp cufflinks. We're talking like cut, like. Just looking absolutely fabulous. Sure. It becomes very clear very quickly that this is our mummy. Oh, it's Imhotep. This is Imhotep. Yeah. And he is looking like he is looking like a young Yule Brenner, like looking good. Uh, and he's very well spoken. Sure. And it comes to light that Tom Cruise and Annabelle Wallace are uh they are part of the like antiquities uh, uh ring of the 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 FBI. And so they're like, we're we're here on assignment. Oh, we're okay. help, we're we're assisting with MI six on some of their missing relics, and like we'd really, and it, it I like the idea of Imhotep being extraordinarily like, he's very flippant about it, and he's just like, well, these weren't yours to begin with, and I think that's that starts the the like these aren't yours, like oh, you send things to the British Museum, and all of a sudden like possession becomes possession becomes is really fluid until it's very not, and he's just like very he's okay. very casual. Uh, sure. But it, it's, it becomes he's doing the majority of the talking to Tom Cruise as Annabelle's kind of like roaming the store. Yes. And she pops back up and Imhotep locks with her. And there's just a flash between the two of them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I like uh, there were some of the some of the, I know that you think her looking at him and like kind of entrancing him was stupid. But I like the idea of of Imhotep seeing something in her in his like long lost love that he was trying to resurrect. Yeah. yeah. Because it's a running theme in mummy stuff. It is. It just is. Yeah. It's, it's never a one for one. It doesn't need to be. Mummies Rachel's have big hearts. Life. Yeah. Big hearts. Um, sometimes they're missing. He sees something in her and, uh, he kind of enthralls her, but Tom Cruise doesn't notice. And they're like, well, if anyone would know where, like, 
like you're the perfect fence for these items and he's like i assure you i've never seen them like you're more than welcome to check my yeah, books yeah, yeah, of course. very good about it and they're like okay but like we're watching you and he's like i wouldn't of course of course, of course you, you are. are yeah like look at this place it's spectacular like he's very good at it um and they and uh they walk out and uh i like the idea that uh they walk by as they're walking back to where they're staying, they walk by like the British museum mm-hmm. and they like see one of the security guards, like getting off, uh, like leaving his shift. Right. And they're just like, Oh, Hey, like it's very clear that they know him. Like, Oh, Hey mm-hmm. Eddie, what's up? Like you're just getting off. It's like, Oh yeah. Oh, like, Oh yeah. The detectives. Hey, Hey. How, oh yeah. It was a pretty boring shift. Not a lot of stuff moves in there. It's pretty boring, right? And they're like, ah, yeah. Like, I, I imagine in my head it's like Lil Rel. <laughs> I just like Lil Rel. Yeah. Um, or it'd have to be someone British, probably. It's the British Museum. Uh, but they're like, okay, cool. See you later. They may be, maybe they go out for a pint if you want a little flavor. Okay. Um, and Annabelle's kind of acting weird during that. Sure. Uh, but they all go home, go to sleep. And uh, the next shot is uh, Tom Cruise waking up to a phone call. And it's from Lil Rel. And Little Rel's like British Little Rel. Hey, is was there like did you got did like did, did like truth or dare go wrong or something last night? He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, I've he's like I've got I've got Annabelle here, and for some reason she is just passed out in front of, in the Egyptian wing. Like, Uh-oh. do you want to come get her? She says she doesn't remember how she got here, but I assume like it was a prank or something. Like I didn't say anything, but like I could get in huge trouble for this. Yeah. Um, he goes and picks her up and she has no recollection as to why not. she's got there. Yeah. But, um, and th- they're having a conversation and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, yeah. And I just like woke up in front of the scroll of Thoth and, and, uh, bum, bum, bum. uh, and Tom Cruise is like, how did you know what that was? You don't remember how you got there, but you know exactly where you woke up in front of. And she's like, "Yeah, this girl thought." And like, she just starts spitting. Like, she starts saying like, "How mercury?" Just like, <laughs> yeah, just, bar- just barfing up mercury. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, she's just like spewing all this information. Um, and that that spooks the two of them. Sure. And then uh, I like the idea of uh, Jake Johnson and uh, showing up and being like, "Hey." Hot. Hi. Like, I like the idea of him being a part of this, like much like how we're trying to establish this bureau to the audience. Sure. I like the idea that like, he's also getting off to a rocky start and is not very good at it. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, Hey guys, I uh, heard you saw some weird stuff, huh? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's just like, like in true, whatever he would bring to the table on that. And like, Hey, yeah. And then they're like, why? Like we're FBI. Like, yeah, who what, are you? Yeah. Who, the, who are you? And he's just like, just love, just, can you guys just, Hey, mommies are, you know what? No, uh, <laughs> like it doesn't go, it does not go well. Uh, but he eventually convinces, uh, uh, the, he eventually convinces Tom and Annabelle to come back with him. Uh, and basically they get the rundown of all the things that are, have been stolen throughout London mm-hmm. were relics that were needed for him to perform, the the resurrection spell uh, that he was trying to do the in the MacGuff- original movie. Yes, all those MacGuffins. All the MacGuffins. And so uh, they basically find out that there is one more thing that he needs. Of course, it's like, there's one, one more MacGuffin. One let's more say, left. Let's say a dagger. One more. One more. Let's one say more again. A dagger. Sure, of course. Not? Yeah. It's always a dagger. Um, and fun. they find out and they're like, oh, well, you guys are going to, like, Annabelle has already been corrupted, so she can't go. And they know that now. They, yeah, they. He's like, oh, she's been. I think that's how he convinces her, and she, in, and because he's just like, oh, she, she's just spouting about the scroll of Toth, right? And they're like, 
Yeah. He's like, yeah, this is bad. We got to go. Um, uh, they're like, oh, they're like the lot, she can't come. So it just, it's going to be you and me, Tom and Tom and Jake. And, uh, they were like, okay, uh, we're going to, we're going to have to infiltrate the gray mansion and blah, 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 and go through all this thing. And like, here's like the rundown of where we're going to go and yada, yada, yada. So Imhotep lives in a mansion. No, no, uh, no, this isn't, Imhotep's going to be trying to steal this thing. So oh, I'm sorry. Yes. They're trying to steal yes. it first. Okay. Um, and they're like, wait, 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 wait. Tom Cruise is like, wait, wait, wait. The gray mansion. And, uh, Jake's like, yeah, yeah. Dorian Gray. You've heard of him, right? <laughs> and then cut to them like staking out this mansion. Um, and uh, I like that they have to break in. Uh, but eventually like their man in van, like kind of sees like Imhotep on his way and uh-huh. they're breaking, they're making their way through. Uh-huh. Um, uh, before, uh, Imhotep gets there. Uh, they they make their way. It's very like they they basically break into like kind of a hedonistic party, like in action, like in all sorts of so, like it's so, it's kind of like an eyes wide shut situation. Oh, so it, yeah, an orgy. I I was trying to say it without saying it, but yes. Oh, um, okay. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, say no more. Say no more. You know what I mean? Christmas cheer. You know what I'm saying? Yo, my mom started talking like that today with me on the phone. <laughs> what can I say? I'm very funny. Um, <laughs> She's uh, like a little bit of those reverend snobs. <laughs> like, Mom, don't listen to Jay so much. Listen to my jokes. Um, but I like the idea that they realize they're like, we're not, we can't really rob this place. There's all these people here. And they make their way to like the center, and um, uh, Jake and Tom kind of have, they, they finally meet Dorian Gray in his study. Okay. And he's in like a big, you know, a huge ornate chair, and he's not really taking part of everything, but he just no. likes having it around. Yeah, of course, like, yeah. yeah. I just, it's nice. You to know how have many this of these stuff. hedonistic parties he's been to? Yeah, a lot. I just host them now at this yeah. point. It's, um, but obviously there's a painting above the mantle with like, yeah. with a, like uh, just a curtain over it, but like it's for spooky. Um, I like the idea of, uh, he has the dagger with him. And he makes uh, on his person. Yes. Okay. He makes a deal uh, with the two of them, with specifically with Tom. Like they're having a conversation, going back and forth about what could possibly go wrong. He's like, honestly, like monsters come and go in this city. Like I've seen. Do you know how many things I've seen at this point? Like it's just another thing. He's like, if you really want to stop, have this they one, put together that it's the Dorian Gray from the books? It's yeah, it's pretty okay. clear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, cause he said, they say it before they go there. Okay. Um, at least Jake is aware of it and Tom isn't totally sure. Um, and he makes, he basically sees something in Tom. Mm-hmm. That's just like, I'm going to give you this dagger because there's just something about you. I just feel like I'm going to need a favor from you at some point. Hands him the dagger and mm-hmm. sends him on his way, but as like they get sent on their way, like Imhotep like enters the building, and I like the idea of of them walking through a hunter's hall, of like all taxidermied animals, and like Imhotep being there make, makes all the taxidermied like mummies come out and like they're so spooky scary and they like they have to like run away from like taxidermied monsters attacking them. Sure, because like, he's part lich. Yeah, because they're like mummies. Yeah, they're kind of like mummies. Kind of like mummies. They kind of they've been mummified. Kind of like mummies. Display in love. Um, <laughs> they make their way out. Make my way. Uh, they they have found uh like all of. 
basically they, they have found all of the relics and they are making, they have, they're bringing it back to the uh, main base. Sure. Uh, but the problem is, is that as they've been doing there, Imhotep going there was just kind of like a, uh, a stall in that Annabelle, like while she was still there has basically like been like rounding up all of the other relics that they have captured and is basically like absconded with them. And so, and, but she has been acting like she was like, she was kidnapped and it's like, Oh, you have to like bring the dagger or he'll kill me. Even though like, she's just like, obviously just like driving a van uh, to the British museum. (laughs) Um, And so we get to, uh, the British Museum, and uh, I think uh, Imhotep has like uh, set up the entire. Uh, he set up like the entire ritual, and then I think there's like a, as they fight their way towards uh, the uh, the the ritual. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of there's a lot of mummy fighting in the museum on the way to get there. Okay, but the mummies not only are trying to fight. Um, trying to fight the two of them. They're also like smashing thing. Like they are smashing, like doing damage, but also looting to take stuff back with them. Oh. So they're like trying to like save stuff for the museum and like trying to like maintain this thing when they're like, this is, this is kind of ours. And so like as an audience member, we're supposed to be like, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> this is kind of weird. Um, and we get to a point where like Imhotep is like ready to like prepare the ritual, but Tom gets there and they they have their little fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then through that, like accidentally Annabelle gets stabbed. Oh no. As always. Um, but like, as she gets stabbed, like um, Tom kind of takes out Imhotep mm-hmm. and grabs uh, the scroll. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, he has the scroll like above him. And he was just like, I'm going to send you back to hell, like where you belong. And like as he starts like reading the things off of the scroll, right? Jake's like, no, don't! Like he doesn't realize what he's doing. He thinks he's like reversing the curse, but as he's reading it, it basically he it, like Imhotep like dissolves, but like basically reforms inside of Tom Cruise. Oh no! And then Tom Cruise like it realizes he's like, I'm. Oh no! Oh no! And he then he realizes that she's dying, and the only way to get her back is to actually perform the ritual that they've been trying to stop the entire time, that would like solidify like the next coming of Imhotep, and so he perform like performs a ritual to bring her back to life. But he's like, "I'm the mummy now." Oh no! Ah oh, crap! Like ah oh, beans! I'm the <laughs> mummy now. Like an Imhotep's gone. It's like, and they they bring him back to base. And then I think that's where at like at the tail end of this movie, we have the meeting with Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Yes. Like bringing him into the full thing and Mm -hmm. being like, so, okay, we've been fighting against Imhotep in a while. Now you're technically Imhotep and I guess you're on our side. You're on our side. Right. Like, and I like the idea of just like, it's very bureaucratic. Yes. And it's like, I like the idea of there being like a lot of red tape, like you need to sign here. You need to sign here. Like, I don't know what we're going to, huh? And like Brendan Fraser is like, huh? crap <laughs> i didn't i didn't know we we're actually gonna have a mummy at some point oh no like what like what do we do now it's like i don't know if you you, you want to go fight vampires <laughs> like, <laughs> i like the idea of, of no one really being good at their job there really like and i they're doing like, their best russell they're doing their best but like russell crowe is almost too good of an actor to be in these movies yes like i like the idea of like yeah. of a dr jekyll and mr hyde that like i almost want like a a zach galifianakis 
Do you know what I'm saying? Where it's like kind of bumbling. Yes. But like when he turns into Hyde, it's actually really scary. Yeah. Like I kind of like the idea of like them getting a really rocky start to this. Yeah. But I but I just love. I don't know. I just wish that they'd be just have a little more fun. Yes. And that's that's kind of my mummy movie. So you 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 ended it at the same place they did in the real movie. But yes. Got there in a much better way. He's yes. not the god of death. I liked the idea that Tom was like the quote-unquote mummy now. I thought that was fun. I thought it could work. I thought that's how you make movies going forward. You have Tom Cruise as the mummy. I mean, sure. like... Not set the dead of uh, god of death yeah. that can just takes away the stakes of Whatever the that entire means. universe. Yeah, it's really stupid. Woof. Woof. Well, Jay... We did it. We did it. And, and amazingly, we had a lot of similar uh, little things in our... Yeah, I really liked yours, Slashy. I, mine was fine, but yours was... That was really good. I would. I want to watch that movie. Oh, cool. I didn't need some flushing out to make things work. No, but, but I think that was really... I, that was really cool. Because Cars has not been mentioned. He was no, in like, really like in three of the movies back in the day. No. Like he is... Of, I will say this. Of all the fixes we have done so far, yeah. I think that's the one we could actually sell. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I really like that one. I think we've reached a part of the show in which we, ha- in a studio setting when we have Brian here. Yes. Um, I think we've gotten to the point where uh, Brian tells us where we've lied. <laughs> <laughs> Fact checks with Brian brought to you by Fuddruckers. Yeah, did you get him on the horn? Oh, yeah, we got him. <laughs> okay, great. Hello, gentlemen. Wimple and Muller. Adam, I agree. I also like rules in movies. That's uh, not that's not what you're here for. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, not, you, if you're going to come in here and disagree with Adam the whole time, I got to... As, <laughs> right? uh, as a reminder, Kurtzman, who directed this, also wrote Amazing Spider-Man 2, which suffers from a lot of the same issues where they forgot to make a movie and just made like a sequel machine. Yeah. yeah. Um, this, oh, yeah. this movie is 110 minutes. So technically, it's over a hundred minutes, but that's probably because of um, credits, the credits and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, this is also a time when I say, "Hey, Fuddruckers, Brian, producer Brian here. <laughs> uh, you know, feel free to support us and uh, sponsor the podcast because we'd love to be able to put all the toppings on the burgers." Thank you. Uh, and then, uh, just as a reminder. Uh, Dorian Gray is technically not a universal property, but neither was Jekyll, so that doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, really? Those are just. Uh, I think they're public domain. They're yes, they're public domain. So, but they're part of like they're you know they're usually listed when you list like spooky things and monsters. Um, uh, and they're both obviously in League of Extraordinary That's Gentlemen. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah. yeah, I thought Jay might have been going in that direction. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, of course, you asked what else Annabelle Wallace is in. Yeah. Uh, but before we get to that, I just want to, uh, just for Adam to begin, um, the Invisible Man movie I mentioned previously, the one with Elizabeth Moss, was produced by Blumhouse, but it was distributed by Universal. Ah. And then uh, Javier Bardem was supposed to be Frankenstein. So I'm correcting myself. Huh. Because um, they were just going to make a Bride of Frankenstein movie, I believe. Um, just so they can get, uh, you know, sure. started there. Yeah, exactly. Start with the sequel. Perfect idea. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then Annabelle Wallace, she was also in X-Men First Class. As who? She was the girl at the bar that Xavier's hitting on with the two different colored eyes, and he's, like, doing his, like, okay. genetics line. All right. Um, she's also in Peaky Blinders. Uh, she played Jane Seymour on The Tudors. Peaky Blinders, the number one show that I think everyone pretends to watch 
when people like everyone's like, you're watching Peaky Blinders, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, with the blinders. Uh, also, uh, Annabelle Wallace is in uh, the, the horror movie Malignant. That ah. came out. Um, and if you want a great podcast episode about no, Malignant, no, 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 talking no, horror. No, 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 no. Shadow powers. He's going to tell. He's going to tell. He's going to tell. No singing. No, no singing. No singing on the podcast. Oh. Well, we did it. We did do it. We did the mummy. We, we fixed the mummy. We fixed the mummy. They, I have heard, I, I think I saw an article somewhere that they're maybe, possibly, maybe thinking about maybe doing another mummy movie with Brandon Frazier. We're, okay. Because Frazier is finally getting the, the, the attention he deserves. Yeah. Um, we never stopped liking Brendan Frazier. N- never did. And Frazier is getting a reboot series as well. Wait, so, what? So, yeah, it's the rise of the Frazier. Are you Rise serious? of Frasier. Uh-huh. A reboot series. Well, not a reboot. It's like a requel or whatever you want to call it. They're going to... More... Wi- yeah, more man, of course they are. Yeah. Oh, God. They just want to print money, man. Oh, I don't care. Oh, God. All right. Can I say one thing? Yeah. Sure. I think if you were going to, like, try and do a dark universe, I think that the this movie completely forgot that all of these, like, IPs, these identities are based on horror movies. Yeah. Like, you, they don't have to be, like crazy scary but you have to lean into like the dark spooky horror aspect yeah it things. needs to be scary yeah like like dracula frankenstein wolfman like, these are like werewolves by night these are like like iconic horror movies. iconic things yeah that, like lean into that that's cool yeah well i think that's it my man i think we did it Jay. thanks for listening everybody hey if you're if you are listening to any of this on the podcatchers of your choice from uh, iTunes to Spotify or what have you. Uh, if you wouldn't mind uh, writing a quick review for us, maybe giving us five stars if you so choose. It actually is a huge help. That would be amazing. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, remember to like, subscribe, hit that bell, and do that YouTube that you do so well. You know what you're supposed to do on YouTube if you like something. You're not an idiot. Make it happen. <laughs> 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 and as we end every episode here at, here at Fix It, heartbreak feels good in a place like this. It's the slow MacGuffin dagger that brings back the uh, mummy apocalypse that you never see coming, Jay. Brought to you by Fuddruckers. <laughs> Just because you can put all the toppies on it doesn't mean you have to. And Pepperidge Farm. Yeah! <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Ahoy! <Click. laughs> All right. All right. Brian with a Y, but is that where you think you good? Yeah, I'm ready to go. All right. Here we go. All right. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. All right. It's finally that time, Jay. It's time to finally podcast. All right.